You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Half Marathon, a podcast about two guys trying to do something they've never done before. This is episode 14 for the week ending December 14th, 2008, six weeks to the race. Welcome, everybody, to another one of our three Christmas episodes. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers, um, with my friend Steven. Merry Christmas. Not quite yet. <laughs> Not quite yet. But I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> well, I have to I have to say that as much as I can because we're taking down our Christmas tree tomorrow. Oh, that's right. That stinks. I know. We head out to Wisconsin two days from now. And so our Christmas tree is like already dead because we live like where there's no moisture. Right. And so it already looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so we're taking it down tomorrow. So I'm trying to be as Christmassy as I can today. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. So you're just real, uh, you're just really hyping it up as much as possible. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, see, I think we're going to leave our Christmas because we're leaving also in a couple days. Yeah. And, uh. I think we're just going to leave our Christmas tree up, and when we come back, you know, we come back the 1st of January, Yep, it'll be like one bonus day, and then take it down. Yeah, we were going to do that, but we're then we're moving to Tucson. Right. Like a couple days after, so we're going to try to get it all done before we go. It's super depressing for me, though. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Plus, yours is real, and ours is fake. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yours might burn down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's so, true. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I just wanted to apologize for last week, getting the podcast out so late. We just had a crazy week. Totally, um, both of us did. Yeah. So, I mean, we recorded it super late, and um, I think we did. We recorded it pretty late. I don't know. And this one is probably coming out a little bit late, too, right? Yeah, and next one probably, too. Because <laughs> now <laughs> we're just, off. Right, you know? totally. <laughs> now we're screwed from now on. Yeah, well... I'm sure the the ones after Christmas will get back to normal, but this yeah. will probably be out on Tuesday or Wednesday. Same with the next one. Okay. Um. Well, you want to preview what we're going to do in this episode? Yeah, it's uh, like you said, our second Christmas special. Um, yep. So we've got most of our regular stuff like listener feedback, our week in review, a Gomer's tip, which has survived another week. Yes. Um, a very short runner's corner because we're going to spend a lot more time in the Christmas corner this week with a very special guest. Yeah all the way from where we're going in a couple days, Wisconsin. So that'll be awesome. Our Christmas songs to run to, and then a brand new Christmas-themed Monday survey at the end. Yeah. So stick around for that. Cool. Um, should I play those teasers? You know, I'm going to make yours really long today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I am. I'm going to I'm gonna take mine, and I'm not even going to play mine this time. Okay, I've got an idea. You can, you can play it behind this whole thing, like you did yours last, last week. Okay. It'll work like that, and then you can play just a millisecond of yours. So mine's been playing for a little while, so let's play yours. Okay. Okay, here's mine. Nice. Thanks. Sweet. I appreciate it. it. That was a nice Christmas present. Yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> All right, let's go to some listener feedback. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thanks for writing us. <laughs> I started coughing. I know. You didn't, even get, you didn't even get close to that highest register you should get to. <laughs> you know. <coughs> Crap. What the frick? Okay, sorry. Um, well, we'll just leave that. Yeah. Um, well, what you just heard there before that horrible jingle was uh, a friend of ours. Actually, I think, I think I just played my sister's one, actually. Yeah. Um, so we'd love it if you guys would, uh, if you have our phone number, call us. Like I said last <laughs> week, we're not giving that out. But no way. Call us and leave a message, 20 seconds or shorter, or email us a message. Or you can just send us an email and we can read it. Um, pretend. <laughs> yeah, it but it's, it's cooler if it's like an MP3, 20 second yeah, MP3. Yeah. We would play your voice on the podcast and you'd be famous. How cool would that be to be on this broadcast? <laughs> be heard by tens of people um and uh and especially to our british listeners please send one because we'd love to play that it would sound so awesome say mind the gap 
Yeah, mind the us, gap when you leave and, us a message. And uh, you got to eat some crisps while you're doing it, right before you do it. <laughs> totally. Well, we got some uh, great feedback this past week. Lots of people have been writing in, um, commenting about our Christmas episode and things like that. But uh, one of my favorite listener feedback came in this past week. It's the one yeah. from Rhonda. Do you remember that one, Tone? Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, so it's yeah. You can explain it. Oh yeah. No, hey, do you want to just read it? Oh sure, I've got it. Yeah, up just here. read it. It says, "Hey, Steve and Anthony." Steve, who's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Rhonda. Some people call me Steve, but most people call me Steven. How pretentious! Or... <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um. So she says, "My husband and I listen to all of your podcasts on our way down from North Carolina from Michigan." I think she means she listened to them all back to back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's quite a trip. Yeah. I run, uh, in parentheses, slowly, and my <laughs> husband doesn't. Anywho's, we both hooted, <laughs> hollered, and LOL. <laughs> Thanks. I'm entering the Martian Half Marathon here in Michigan in April. Both of you have been my spur under the saddle, my kick in the can to start training. <laughs> Thanks for the training plans on your website. Happy and healthy running, Rhonda. I just yeah. can't get over. I can't get over the fact that people are actually motivated by us. I know it's so awesome. It's like it's <laughs> hilarious. Like it's hard to imagine that. Like, like right now we're talking on the internet with our computers, right? And then somehow that ended up in some random awesome couple's car. Yep. You know, like that's so weird. So, but it's really cool. Yeah. You know? it, and again, I said this like a thousand times, but that is motivating for me. I love oh, hearing yeah. stories about people being motivated by us, yep. which I still can't believe. But yep. that totally, that this this email was something that actually got me running this morning, remembering awesome. it. So yeah. thanks, Rhonda. And if there's anybody else out there that's been motivated by us, we, yeah. we love hearing about that. So email in. That'd be great. Mainly we're asking you to motivate us. <laughs> right. So <laughs> thank you so much for that. Totally. And I also liked, any who's, we both hooted, hollered, and LOL. Right. <laughs> R-O-T-F-L. <laughs> BFF Rhonda. Right. <laughs> L-M-A-O. Right? L-M-A-O. Yep. We, we are really connected with today's youth. Yeah. Let's, um, <laughs> let's be mad crunk and go to the <laughs> Week in Review. Crunkalicious. If you say so. Hey! Ho, ho, ho! How's the door over here in the Week in Review? really scary santa it is i can see why a kid would be crying sitting in that santa's lap that was a pg moment right uh yeah and uh people have been emailing us saying that we say sweet a lot and that we say teaser a lot um Uh they've said a couple other words so we'll try to change it up i think i think this week let's try to say crunk um any version of crunkalicious crunktastic I don't know if I can do that, dude. Oh, crunk. <laughs> I mean, we're really going to relate to like the middle school audience if we use that. And that is certainly our audience. Right. Because <laughs> our audience is mostly women, actually. I think I think our fan club on Facebook is 90% women. Right. <laughs> not in middle school. <laughs> Definitely not in middle school. <laughs> right. Um, cool. Well, uh, well, it's been a while. We haven't talked in like two weeks, actually. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's hear how it's been going, man. Well, uh, this week has been eventful for me, sort of. I, I ran farther than I've ever run before this week. I did an eight mile. What? Yeah. Whoa! I definitely I haven't done that. <laughs> so I I did eight miles, no stopping. That's wow. And it was Frick. like it was one. I was on a runner's high. Yep. Like I've heard uh, people ask me, like, "Have you hit your runner's high yet?" Yep. And I, I think I hit it because I, I got to six, which was what I was going to do. Yep. And then I was like, I can keep going. And so awesome. I just went uh, another time around my two-mile um, little track thing. So yep. that was awesome. But then the next day, uh, I went on a four-day trip up in the mountains above Colorado Springs to this retreat center. Uh-huh. And it's like 10,000 feet up. Wow. And super snowy. Yeah. And I I just physically there was nowhere for me to run. Huh. So I I didn't run then for four days. 
Okay. And then this morning was the first time I ran after I got back from my trip last night. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we've talked about it before, like going a certain amount of time. I think we said three days. Try to avoid going three days if you can. But I went four days without running. Yeah. I was like actually really scared this morning to run. But I yeah. woke up and it was snowing here in Flagstaff. Oh. And so I was like really motivated to because I haven't ever run in the snow before. Mm-hmm. So I took a run this morning. And, dude, I think we might be able to run in Wisconsin just fine. Okay. Because I was running over, like, some snow and ice at certain times, and I just, like, ran more carefully when I did that. And yep. it was 19 degrees when I ran, and so that was pretty cold. And so I was like, this was kind of my, like my trial run for when we go home in Wisconsin to see if it would even be possible, you know? Yeah. So I think we might be able to run okay when we get to Wisconsin. We just have to bundle up. And be a little bit more careful when we're running over snow and ice. But, um, I mean, I don't want to slip and die. Yeah. Or, like, break my leg. That would be bad. Right. Um, But I think especially if the roads have been plowed well, uh, I think we would be fine. So it was a kind of an eventful week. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in my Gomer's tip. But it was sort of weird because I ran the furthest I've ever run. Then I went four days without running at all. And then I ran this morning like a four mile and I could totally feel that I hadn't run in four days, Uh, but I was able to do it. Um, So I'm really feeling like, I don't know if I'd call myself a runner. Do you you think of yourself as a runner? No. I mean, I like, I'm toying with the idea that we're athletes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Not really. Um, no, I do wonder that though. Like when I put on my stuff, my cool running clothes. Yep, yep. You know, because I'm still doing the shorts, and it's 75 degrees outside. <laughs> right. Um, and I wonder actually if people think I'm a runner, like when they see me. Yeah. I look like a runner, kind of with the clothes, but I feel like a poser. Yeah. I know what you mean. You know, I don't actually feel like a runner. I'm like, if they only knew, <laughs> right. I do not know what I'm doing. Um, but then I wonder, though, if I'm tricking them. But I don't yeah. think I am. They probably see the way I run, and they're like, what a what a loser. <laughs> well, I think, like, when when we run in, in cold, people yeah. will be like, oh, wow, like, really impressed. Like, I think people that were driving by me today yeah. were probably like, ooh, that guy's really committed to be running today. Nice. So that makes me feel like a runner. Cool. So that's a kind of a that's kind of a shift in my thinking, which has been huge this week too. So cool, man. That's my week. How was yours? Uh, mine was crundy, um, <laughs> <laughs> crunkdy. Yeah, it was crunkdy. It was crunker barrel. Well, I feel bad um, because like just following your amazing eight mile run story. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and the fact that it's like Christmas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are our Christmas podcasts. I feel bad, um, but I need to be honest. Do be honest. I just felt really uninspired this week, dude. Um, Like to start running or to keep running or what? Well, I mean, to start. um, But more my problem was I just kept stopping all the time. I had these dumb thoughts in my head like, why am I doing this? Like, this is stupid. Like, I'm just running around, you know? In a circle. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just, just those dumb thoughts of like, I don't know, just honestly kind of being sick of this and I feel so bad saying that because we have these listeners and like we're trying to inspire people and stuff yeah but what's the deal if we're not honest about it and I know people can relate to this right definitely just kind of being like sick of it even though we like just started our new program and we're on the you know (laughs) the countdown to the race well it's a lot more running do you think that has to do with it yeah it's a lot more running yeah so I guess maybe part of the thing is like during my first mile you know, I'm like, man, I need, I have like five more of these yeah. and I have like five or six more tomorrow, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like that. So actually I took a little bit of a proactive approach to it uh-huh. and people are going to think I'm crazy. Uh, but I actually jumped back on the treadmill. Ooh, um, controversial. Yeah. Right. Because I don't know if you remember in like one of the original episodes, I said something like, uh, when I started running on pavement. Like, if I don't move, I don't move. Yeah, I remember. You know, like, 
which is a really dumb quote when I listen back to it. <laughs> but it's the truth. Like when you're on the treadmill, it moves for you. You're totally burning calories and working out. And I believe it's a good um, training tool. Yeah. Um, like we had a comment on our website once that the woman that won the Olympic marathon in 2004, right. she did like all of her training on the treadmill pretty much. Oh, yeah. So that's a totally real thing. And shoot, you know, we actually, you know how we recorded that thing with our special guest yeah. already? Yeah. I shared some treadmill stories in there, and I I shared my third of three, because I thought I was going to share two here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think maybe we'll save those for like a runner's corner someday or something. I had okay. two kind of funny stories, but okay. I don't know. I think uh, I think the the part with our special guest about movies is, is pretty fun, so totally. maybe we'll just keep this kind of like that. But anyways, just... Kind of was just feeling uninspired and just kind of blah. Did you do it anyway? Yeah. So that's what I did with the treadmill was okay. I still did the training. Um, and, oh, and I should say this also, like on the days that we had like four to five mile days, uh-huh. you, dude, honestly, actually, I totally skipped one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, I totally skipped one day. <laughs> but I did run, like you ran the eight miles. I did run like a total of almost 12 miles within the span of 24 hours, equaling two runs. <laughs> that's good. So, that's kind of cool, so, I guess. So if we had 24 hours to finish a marathon, half marathon, we'd be fine. <laughs> right. Good thing you corrected that half marathon thing. We got that email. I know. person that was like, it's not a marathon, it's a half marathon. And, and I emailed them back and said, sorry, we're dumb. <laughs> I know, we're so dumb. Like, sorry, I didn't mean that in a mean voice either. But yeah, we... We're sorry if we offended anybody. If we ever screw up and say marathon, like, sorry. <laughs> we know it's not a marathon. Yeah, and we are not that full of ourselves. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so anyways, um, so I did three of the days, did some treadmill action. It's pretty boring, but at least I got a good workout. So Definitely. Yeah. Dude, I, I think that's honest. It's way better than you'd like lying. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, well, right, and... Once again, I'm really proud of you for eight, dude. Like, and I can't imagine doing more than 10k without dying. Honestly, right. So, well, it felt good. But you've inspired me, really. You have. Like, I, I am gonna try, like, to get back on the street and do something awesome. I don't know. Whatever. Get back on the street. <laughs> good quote. Good quote. So let's just go on to some Gomer's tips. Okay. Right. It's still here. We. We are two gomers, we're gonna run a half marathon, we're gonna run a half marathon, we're gonna run, run, yeah! Hello, this is Chad. Hello. And little Eric. Hello. Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye-bye. And now it's time for Go Ho Homer's Tip of the Week. Uh, okay, well, we got an email. This is a Gomer's tip from somebody else, actually. You okay. Were talking about how your knees hurt. Oh, yeah. Remember? And, well, I'm sure you remember. Yeah. Um, but he said, uh, it's a guy, Luke. Uh-huh. Um, and he said that when you run, you should keep your arms, like, uh, parallel to your body yeah instead of like crossing your body yep yeah um, dude i tried i tried that yep and how did it work um it actually helped a ton i don't cool. know why but it, i think i think it has to do with you're not twisting your body or something yeah yep but dude i'm sure i looked like a total idiot yeah <laughs> like I, I saw my shadow out in front of me and it looked like c3po <laughs> <laughs> or ryan and Right. So totally, it totally made my upper body feel more directed forward. Yeah. And actually, it felt like I was more powerful running forward. Cool. But I, I looked totally stupid. Like either C-3PO or remember in Terminator 2? Yeah. When the Terminator's running super fast to try to catch up with them. Yeah. And he's like, with his, yeah. with his, with his hands like straight out. Yeah, it's like it's okay. Yep, yeah, I felt like that. So. <laughs> Have you seen Sarah Connor? 
Nice. That's funny, dude. Um, well, let me add my own personal Gomer's tip then to that. Okay. Because uh, that was from Luke. My Gomer's tip is uh, if you're starting to kind of feel a little stale with whatever, definitely change up your your uh, training regimen. Okay. Like I was starting to feel like, eh, I need to change it up a little bit. So jumped on the treadmill, like I said. So yeah, try to do things that uh, you can change it up in some way. That's a good idea. Keep it fresh and new. Definitely. Well, my tip has to do with these four days that I was gone and not running. Yep. Um, my Gomer's tip is if you're not able to run, at least do something physical. Okay. So the first two days I was there, I didn't do anything. Actually, I didn't leave the building I was in for 48 yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> because I was sleeping in the same building that we had meetings in. Yeah. So I never even went out the door. Um, but then the third day we were there, I went out and played broom ball for about an hour and a half. Well, that sounds fun. It was super fun. Um, but also, like, really dangerous. We wore okay. helmets. That looked really <laughs> dumb. But even though we wore helmets, people were getting pretty badly hurt. Like, this one girl fell over, smashed her face into the ice, and her tooth went right through her lip. Oh! It was nasty. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, then, I, I like, I was out there for, I was out there doing something physical for about an hour and a half, and then I felt way better. Um, just physically and even like emotionally and you know we've been talking about how physical activity has affected our emotions and our spirits and stuff like that too i felt that um so if you're not able to run at least do something take a walk or take a hike or play a sport yeah cool which which i'm so into yeah sports (laughs) right i thought you were gonna say if you can't run for four days just think about it think about running (laughs) No, because that makes me more depressed. <laughs> okay, that's probably what I would have done. I would have done like mental running or like something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, playing broom ball is definitely not like me, but um, it was super fun and also doing something physical. So if you can't run, at least do something. That's my tip. Fun. Sweet. Well, should we go to the runner's corner? Yes. Anthony, give me call right now. Right now. Hey, ho, 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 what are you doing over there, running in the corner, mate? So, it's Steven's turn in the runner's corner this week. Uh, take it away, man. With an update. Okay. Um, remember that one story I told about those kids chasing me and pumping their fists in the air and it made me feel like Rocky? Oh, no. You don't remember that story? I'm <laughs> just kidding, dude. Of course I do. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I really want, I've, I've wanted it to happen again because it was so motivating, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then this morning it was snowing, right? So I felt yep. like Rocky. Totally. Um, so I put on my sweatshirt, hoodie yep. sweatshirt, put it over my head. Um, nice. My, my fingerless gloves. Just kidding. Oh, I don't know oh yeah. <laughs> my gray sweatpants. And I went out there uh, when I thought they'd be out there, 745, like they were last time. And they were out yep. there. And I was like, here we go. Here this it is, comes. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so I like started running a little bit faster. And um, <laughs> like I, I stopped doing the C3PO so I'd look cooler. Um, <laughs> and screw the knees. <laughs> I ran by them and they didn't do anything. What? <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> it was super disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of watched me run by with sour looks on their faces. <laughs> that so, is so hilarious. I guess that's over. You should uh you should plant like your kids in the middle of them and like <laughs> right, have them totally. like talk it up or something. <laughs> well, I think they're probably sad that they had to go to school and it's so close to Christmas. I was surprised to see them out there at all. Yeah. I thought they'd be out already, but I guess they're not. <laughs> You're going to have to get a few ringers to go in there and like really make it exciting and then the rest of the kids are going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was 19 degrees and snowing. They probably didn't feel like very happy <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, they probably weren't even looking. They were just depressed. So, I ran by and I was all, "Where are my boys at?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh they did, they did not bad. follow me or pump their fists or shout or yell or anything. It was dead oh, silence. <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted. Totally. So that's my depressing runner's corner of the week. Loved it. 
Well, now we are going to throw it over to us and our special guest uh, in the Christmas corner. I can't wait. Hey, what you doing running over there in the Christmas corner, mate? <laughs> nice. Uh, this is editing. Anthony talking real quick. Sorry to interrupt. The next part, the sound quality is a little messed up because we were doing three-way Skype action. And so I'm sorry that it sounds weird, but that's not your iPod busted or something. It's just the way it is. So enjoy. Uh, well, like we said before, uh, we have a special guest and it's time to do the big reveal. Oh, <laughs> our friend, uh, his name. What's your name, dude? Uh, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um... And, uh, Sometimes I'm Barley on the on the comments. Yeah. Oh well, we I've been calling you Barley since fourth grade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yep. So uh, so anyways, um, I wanted to quick tell you I was sharing a couple quick treadmill stories quick mm -hmm. uh, in the in the week interview, but I wanted to bring you on for this one because it's it's uh, multiracial. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do we need to explain that I am black? Oh yeah, thanks, Jack. <laughs> yeah, we should. I didn't know how to broach that subject. Okay. Um, so appreciate it, dude. Um, so I was running in the treadmill, and do you remember on Seinfeld when uh, George Costanza likes to leave on a high note? Right. You know, like he says a joke, and then he's like, it. Everybody gets a laugh, and then he leaves right. really fast. He's like, then then he leave them wanting more so right. i was in the in the working on the treadmill next to me uh were these two like super hilarious uh black chicks that were just like super funny and okay. like really loud laughing and stuff right and i felt extra white because first of all i'm on the treadmill in like really cool running clothes that match and stuff <laughs> um and so so anyway, so we don't talk or anything because I've got my headphones on. And this KFC commercial comes up. Right. And I just go, mm, man, they should not play fried chicken commercials <laughs> while we're in the gym. <laughs> and they both were like, I know. I was like, I want some of that fried chicken right now. And they laughed super hard at me. And they were like, he is funny. Oh, and it was right at the end of my workout. So I was like, well, have a great night, ladies. And they were laughing like as I was leaving. Well, I, I think that just means that the Gomers have found a, a new demographic for their podcast. <laughs> yeah. Black women that right. love fried chicken while running. <laughs> we did it. We did it. But it was awesome, though. So uh, I felt like I left on a high note, and forever they're going to think I'm funny. Right. Or they'll see you, and they'll, they'll want a chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> they'll just be like, um, they'll think of chicken. Yeah. Right. There's the chicken guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> he likes fried chicken. Um, and I'm really sorry, dude. I'm sorry if that was, like, a little over the top. No, that was good. Well, we, uh, we asked Chad to come on. For this special episode for a couple reasons one is because he's in wisconsin where we're gonna be soon yeah and so uh, what's the weather like out there chad um it's actually yesterday it was like 44 degrees and all the snow melted Ooh. last last week really? we got pummeled with snow right and uh today it's like i think uh like six degrees but the wind chill factor takes it below zero. Oh, sick so it's wow. pretty much like malaria, you know. You're like hot and cold, hot and cold. Right. <laughs> That's a good it's way to describe it. Frustrating right now. Yeah. Totally. Oh. Well, the other reason we want to chat on is because uh, um, Chad and Anthony and I have sort of like this weird Christmas obsession. Yeah. Um, Fetish. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's sort of really come out in the past your past two comments, Chad. Um, we talked about your music stuff last week. Mm -hmm. um, where you had those specific times and places yeah. <laughs> for specific recordings in credits of movies of songs. Right. Yeah. And then you uh, you sent us another great comment this week about um, Christmas movies, and so we thought we'd just include you in on this Christmas Corner conversation about Christmas movies. Excellent. Um, so I thought what I would do is just kind of start going down through uh, the movies that you wrote and 
give you a chance to explain yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that okay, Tone? Yeah, totally. Okay, so the first one I, I was I was struck by was um, the your most rewatchable movie, which is A Christmas Story. Right. Um, so just give, give us a little bit about why you like that movie. Well, the first time I saw that movie, and it's really weird. I, people don't know, but I'm really weird with dates and numbers. I can remember that stuff really well. Yeah. So I can rem- I can remember the first time I watched it was um, Christmas 1987. I was in third grade, <laughs> and my dad was on call on Christmas Eve, and I saw probably um, that movie from. Let me think. The, the part where the kid where Flick gets his tongue stuck to the pole yep, yep. all the way all the way to the end um, and so I remember sitting in my living room on the Ottoman watching the credits while um, outside it was snowing and then the, you know at the end of the credits it's snowing and it's the front of his house too yeah and so like that has been permanently burnt into my brain as the appropriate time to listen to that song <laughs> right you know like on a Christmas night while it's snowing <laughs> out so yeah. But it's it's obviously the most rewatchable. I think TNT and TBS does their, you know, marathon of a Christmas story. But even before that, right? I, I've already watched that movie three times in the past two three weeks. <laughs> yeah, so totally. It's definitely nice. the most rewatchable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got a little bit of a shocker here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was debating whether or not I was going to do this. Okay. So, <laughs> just uh, stick with me here. I have to say. That is not one of my favorite Christmas movies. Whoa. What? Yeah. Like, I I feel horrible saying this because I don't want to downplay this amazing Christmas spirit. But right. I figured I would save it till the podcast. I It's like, growing up, I never really watched this movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if my parents just didn't really like it or if they just didn't really... Whatever. But I didn't really grow up watching this one. So, mm-hmm. for me, for some reason... It's, I don't, it's not my favorite. I know you guys hate me now. No, that's all right. I mean, you prefer really high quality Christmas movies like The Night They Saved Christmas with Jack Lynn <laughs> Right. I mean, see that one, that, now I can get behind that one. Right. Jacqueline Smith, so good. Um, when they go and they have that hot chocolate, so awesome. Art Carney. You know, I need to upload that to YouTube. I need to do that. <laughs> but, but you know what it is, Anthony? I think like a Christmas story for me is that childhood memory and this like the night they saved christmas i think on imdb it came out in 1985 or 84 but i can remember the commercials on fox 47 like the old fox 47 (laughs) font and yeah the like commercial for the night they saved christmas so i in my it's in my heart too it's just that i didn't see it as much as a christmas story yeah but i remember thinking watching that movie like dude that would be so cool if i got that robot that doesn't do it, your homework for you or whatever that thing yeah. does at the end. He's, yeah. he's your friend, but he doesn't do your homework. Right. Dirty, yeah. dirty. I, right. I, yeah. I think it all has to do with your childhood. Yeah, you know? yeah it definitely does. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Chad, the other the other interesting thing I thought about your, um, uh, your comment was the most forgotten Christmas movies. Right. Um, and you put Die Hard and Gremlins, and I totally agree with you on that. Like, oh, yeah. whenever people ask me what my favorite Christmas movies are, Die Hard is always on that list. For sure. And I, I get crap about it. They're like, that, that's not <laughs> right, a Christmas yeah. movie. But it's so, I mean, there's no denying that it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think the, the thing, especially with Die Hard, Gremlins is one of those, um, I think that one's even more forgotten. Yeah. Um, even though the whole time is about a Christmas present. But <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard... Right it's something about the combination of the violence and this supposed to being like a super joyous time of the year yep you, yeah. you know um like the die hard the die hard movie you get this feeling it's t- constant stress it's like an awesome action movie and you're just hoping that he can get home to his family for christmas yeah where Gre- gremlins is more a comedy but it's like dude that's a messed up christmas you know like <laughs> yes. small town totally ruined by little green animals that eat fried chicken. Again, back to fried chicken. You know. Yeah, but. it all comes Bye around. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Die Hard. I love Die Hard too. Um, the, and the, both the, of those are Christmas, right? Oh yeah, those are the. And the yep. kicker for me is that there's Christmas mu- there's Christmas music worked into the scores of those movies. <laughs> right. Right. And so then there's no doubt in my mind that they're Christmas movies then. 
Right. Yeah. You know what I was gonna say? I those are Christmas movies though that I can watch all year long. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's almost the perfect movie. Yeah, because you get you know? a little bit of that Christmas feeling, but you're not completely overwhelmed by the cheese factor and something like the night they saved Christmas or right. yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Well, <laughs> I wanted to bring up um, one more group of movies before we let you go, Chad. The uh, the holy grail of Christmas movies, which is uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. Right. Yes. And I know that that, again, is very ingrained in our history. Um, just as just as friends but also I, yeah. I mean I can't I cannot if I went for a Christmas without watching Home Alone 1 I, I think it would be like the worst Christmas ever right definitely I, I mean it, like my comment said there's so many things about that movie and our history like for me it's almost um, it might be what like It's a Wonderful Life is to someone who grew up during the World War 2 generation or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah um, because to the extent that the soundtrack itself is Christmas music to me. Yes, I Do you agree. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you get the feeling that you're. It's to me, it's just as good as like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer or any other you know Christmas songs you hear. That first track from that score is completely the feeling of Christmas. We watched it last night, and I just felt like I was a little kid again. Uh-huh. You know. Yep. At the plus program thing for Verona area middle school. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, the funny thing about that is, all three of us were at the premiere showing of this movie together, uh-huh. right? right? Yep. Yeah. And so, how old were we? Like, you and we were in sixth grade. How old is that? I don't know. So uh, is that uh, eleven, and you turned twelve? I think. Yeah. Because yep. I think you turned thirteen in seventh grade. So Stephen would have been. You I was I was almost 12. thirteen. Yeah, I was right. almost thirteen then. And yep. Anthony and I were eleven, but I, w- I was sitting next to Anthony for that. And it, I think a part of it is like the reason why that movie works so much is one, you automatically feel like it's nineteen ninety again. Two, <laughs> yeah. you're getting out of stinking middle school, which honestly is like the worst three years of anyone's life. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're out of school for a day going to see a movie and you're with your friends and it's like a mad rush to get an awesome seat yep you yep. know and what, and what you, you know I, I think it's actually a good movie right right like somebody I asked like me yesterday my timeless. top three movies and home alone is on that list not christmas movies top three movies right. home alone is on that list yeah i mean you gotta go yeah, godfather citizen kane home alone one and two i had godfather home alone <laughs> and back to the future <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a rating. Crap. Could, sure. could, could we address, like, the Home Alone 1 to Home Alone 2? Compa- like, Anthony and I have had this discussion for the past 18 years. Or really, you know, <laughs> 16 years since the second one came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, is there any way that you can pick which one is better? Right. At gunpoint, it's... I would have to pick one. Okay. It's because it's the original? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to play both movies at the same time. Right. (laughs) Because they follow the exact same story arch. Right. Just, you know, instead of the old man, you have the pigeon lady. Um, You know, instead of the church, you have Carnegie Hall. Instead of his Um, house, he has that old abandoned place. Yeah. Well, actually, that's another thing that I figured out. You know, like, how we're usually pretty good about noticing things in movies that you don't see like even after the 20th time you watch it on the 21st time you find something yep okay in home alone one the McAllisters of greater chicago land are going (laughs) going from their home to paris to have christmas with the father's you know brother who's just been transferred yep okay so there's that McAllister family there's another McAllister family that drove in from ohio and is flying out with them so when I was watching it as a kid, I always thought that it was mean Uncle Frank who was being transferred to Paris. Oh, right. Yeah. But, oh. but if you watch the movie, you remember the scene where Frank is in Paris and he walks in with that huge platter of like jumbo shrimp. And there's yeah, that yeah. woman in the background who's like, Frank, those are for later. That's mm. the other yeah. brother. So there, that's the third brother, Uncle Rob. Oh, wow. Right. And then Uncle Rob's house is the house that is being renovated in Home Alone 2. 
oh right look at that connection Ooh, so look, at, you look can, what you, you did see. you little jerk <laughs> you can, so there's three McAllister brothers i guess peter frank and rob <laughs> you need to make some yep. sort of family tree i know right yeah we, we definitely <laughs> should do that well dude last night we were watching it also and aaron picked out just uh by listening to the original voice conversation i think it was between rob and uh the mom and she said that they were putting the dog in the kennel so did you know the McAllisters actually have a dog really wow yeah we just learned that last night there's this there's so much stuff i i, I kind of wish that <laughs> i kind of wish that someone would i actually have go, this is pathetic i've gone on google earth and found the home yeah. alone house yeah and the, oh, and the yeah. christmas story house yeah. you can find too yeah yeah Yep. But I, I, I wanted to look at the house, I guess, from the roof down to see if the inside of the house is actually the real inside or if that's a Hollywood set. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it is the house. Yeah. I don't know where I read yeah. that, but I think it's the house. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Man, if I ever get rich, I'm going to buy that house. I know, because it's just like <laughs> yeah. all the things he did. You, I would be like a 45-year-old man on a snow toboggan at the top of my staircase. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like... Right. For sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, yeah. um, good discussion. Yeah. Wait, hold on, Stephen. I got one more quick thing. Go for it. Okay, so Home Alone 2, you know, sealed our love for New York, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, New York Christmas, most incredible thing. Um, and we did live in New York for three years, so, you know, you always feel like you're in a movie right. um, when it snows there. But on our honeymoon, actually, Aaron surprised me with... Uh, a night at the Plaza Hotel oh, in New York. No way. Um, yeah, and we and on the on the room service menu at the Plaza, they have the Home Alone Sunday. What? Really? Um, and we ordered that, and it was really cool. Awesome. And uh, and we also walked up and uh, looked at the room that they that they stayed in. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, which which room? Really the first cool. one that Kevin was in, or the humongous suite at the end? That's like. No, no, the first one. Okay, first one. Well, anyways. Um, this is a great time of talking about Christmas movies. It is, I mean, the listener should know that when we get together for Christmas, this is like what our conversation is like. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> we could, and it's way longer. I mean, we could talk about Home Alone and Home Alone 2 for hours. I think I think Family yes. Family Man is also approaching oh, that, that yeah. level. And then yeah. also, I just have to give a shout out to One Magic Christmas which almost no one has ever seen but it's a really if you can find it anywhere get it if you can't come over to my house because i have it saved on my tivo okay cool dude anthony you want to give one more shout out to a movie that we didn't mention the night they saved christmas (laughs) we didn't mention it though (laughs) it deserves another it deserves another i'm gonna say elf i'll say elf and leave it at that oh gosh Okay. <laughs> All right, dudes. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks a ton, yeah, Chad. Thanks for having me, guys. And now it's time for... Um, well, what's your song to run to, man? Um, it's, uh, well, I'm on my Christmas song to run to kick, right? And I was talking yep. about how I'm going to do albums because it's hard for me to pick just individual songs. Right. Um, so, uh, this... Christmas album is one of my favorites. It's Amy Grant's Home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And actually, there's a short story behind it. It's like when it's like one of the two Christmas albums that we owned for the first four years of our marriage. Yeah. So we were a little bit tight on money uh, when yep. we first got married. Um, and we had these two Christmas CDs that Jessica had from college. Amy Grant's Home for Christmas and Mariah Carey Christmas. <laughs> and we probably listened to each of those, I don't know, hun- like literally hundreds of times. Yeah, for sure. For the I first know. four years that we were married. So it's like cheesy and whatever, but there's like nothing that gets me in the Christmas mood like that CD. Yeah. So um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Amy Grant is also like kind of my first snow song. So when it snows, I listen to that right away. Yeah. So I listened to that this morning while I was running, while, while it was snowing, and listening to Amy Grant sing, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And um, this is going to sound stupid, but almost tearing up 
<laughs> just remembering like early Christmases with Jessica and um, how special those were. Like I remember, we were so poor we couldn't afford a Christmas tree, and our students like took a collection and bought us a Christmas tree awesome. and brought it up to us as a surprise. It's our first year, and I, I think that CD was playing on our CD player. So, Amy Grant's <laughs> Home for Christmas specifically. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, which I really like that song. Anyway, yeah, um, and her version is just, just gorgeous, just crunklicious. Yeah, it's exquisite. <laughs> the new word people are saying also is delicious. It's delicious. It is delicious. It's sick. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Amy Grant's Christmas is sick. It's bad. So what's your song to run to? Um, well, I have the sickest grossest cd just crappy <laughs> <laughs> i guess bad is good i think it is i'm gonna go towards the nostalgic next week this week okay. is non-nostalgic but it's okay. good running and i'm gonna go with the reliant k deck the halls bruise your hand cd oh yummy it's so awesome i mean this is kind of like a punkalicious uh band that are really fun just really yeah, fun. Totally. Um, definitely been to at least one or two of their shows a long uh-huh. time ago, like at a festival or something. Yeah. Um, but in specific, uh, I was running and 12 Days of Christmas came up. Oh, I love that song. It's I, so I usually awesome. hate that song. Yeah. 12 Days of Christmas, but their version's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's like, what's a partridge? What's a pear tree? I don't know, so please don't ask me. You know? <laughs> yep. Like, their, their version is really fun. Um, yeah. So, uh, Reliant K. Uh, a lot of a lot of other songs on there, too, are hilarious. Well, they have this one song on there, uh, but I think you really like it, too, so maybe we'll hold off on that one. Okay. Uh, but that CD is really good and just really fun. So. Oh, yeah. If, if a band can take a song I usually hate, like 12 Days of Christmas, yeah. and make it something I love, then you know it's a good CD. Yeah. And let me give an honorable mention as well, because we're never going to get all these done. I mean, right. I'm looking at my iTunes here, and I'm like, there's 10 albums that I want to talk about. That's called a um, yeah. But there's uh, a Christmas song by Dave Matthews. Oh, really? Um, have you heard that one? No, never. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good. Um, I'll send that. I'll send it to you. Okay. I mean, it's totally an illegal download for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, it's I, he's only done it live, I believe. So anybody okay. that has it, uh, it's an illegal download. So sorry about that. But I don't think he really cares. <laughs> he's busy with other things. Yeah, we'll ask him. Hey, Dave, is it okay if we listen to that crap? <laughs> Sweet. I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's great. Um, cool. Well, uh, let's head on over to the dealies. Okay. Boots and hollers and LOLs. Shower him with love, love, love. Love, love, love. Love, love. It's all around. Well, that's the end of our second Christmas special. Ooh. Festive. Yes, for sure. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. And we uh, we usually do our money sort of feedback here, but you heard most of it in our Christmas corner with yeah. with our special guest Chad. Yeah. So thanks a ton, Chad, for helping us out. I'll see him like in a couple days. It's crazy. Ah, oh, you guys are lucky. I'll see you guys in about a week. Yeah. Like um, cool. So um, our money sort of for next week, we've done songs, right? We've done yep. movies. And yep. so on our on our last Christmas episode, we'd like to hear some of your Christmas traditions. Yes. So like I was talking about, I always listen to Amy Grant and Mariah Carey just because that's how it's been um, for yeah. me. So what, what are your Christmas traditions? They might have to do with food. Oh, I love yeah. food traditions. Or yes. opening Christmas presents or music or movies or whatever. We'd love to hear some of those Christmas traditions. And of course, there's several ways for you to contact us. Um, you can con- you can write a comment right on our iTunes page, or go to our website twogomers.com, or email us twogomers at gmail.com, or join our humongous <laughs> Facebook group. 
Just look up Two Gomers on Facebook and you'll find us there. And you know, I think our Facebook is Crunk. Yeah, totally Crunk. And we're still looking for some Crunk sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know especially Anthony needs to buy a ticket to get out here. So if uh, there's any businesses or anybody that wants to be nationally, internationally known yes. on our podcast, you can let us know by emailing us at twogomers at gmail.com. We'd love that. For sure. And we would, uh, as you heard those messages peppered throughout this <laughs> podcast, we would love to hear your voice on Two Gomers Run a Half Marathon. And you might love to hear it, too. Yeah, let's so, not kid uh, ourselves. You want to hear your voice also. Yeah, we know. Totally. So email us or leave us a voicemail. We'd love that. Right. This is the YouTube generation, <laughs> like, needing their 15 minutes of fame. So, Or in our case, 20 it. seconds of fame. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I can't wait for our final Christmas episode next week. Oh, it's going to be bursting at the seams. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be peppermint bark shooting out of your headphones. Ooh, peppermint bark. Mmm, dude, so good. White chocolate. With peppermint um, chunks inside? Yeah, white chocolate mm. with peppermint chunks. Aaron makes that. It's so good. Oh. It actually tastes like poop. <laughs> what? Going with our, like, negative is good theme. <laughs> I see. Yeah, the middle school girls will understand what you just said. Yeah, they'll be like, mmm, poop. all right dude well we'll see you next week okay (laughs) happy running you've been listening to two gomers run a half marathon christmas special join us next week for the third and final installment of two gomers run a half marathon Don't forget to send us those voicemails. Take care, bye.